You are listening to the Slow Living Podcast, and I'm your host, Stephanie O'Day. What if I told you that you could truly have the life of your dreams, the life you've always wanted, one filled with abundance, joy, and a sense of purpose? It's absolutely possible, and I see it each and every day with my coaching clients. It all starts with learning how to slow down. You deserve to live the life you've always dreamt about. Let's get started. Today, we are going to be talking about mindset and what that means, and I'm sure you've heard it before, and many people say kind of flippantly, mindset is everything, but what does that mean, and is it true, and do you think that mindset is everything, and if you don't think mindset is everything, does that mean that you have a negative mindset? And we're just going to kind of play around with that and think about it. And I'm going to share some of my thoughts and some of the mindset work that I do with the women that I work with and my students in the Simple Shortcuts to Peace course. And a little bit of my own experience about being coached on my mindset, because I do have a mindset coach. I work with a mindset and business coach, and (laughs) she has shared an awful lot about my mindset and where I was sort of holding myself back in some ways. And I got to tell you, sometimes I don't like it. I don't like being told that I'm wrong or uh, that perhaps I should think of something in a different way. So I'm going to be completely, totally transparent and honest with you that sometimes mindset work is not super fun and exciting, but I do believe that it is important for your growth and definitely for your personal development. And if you're trying to achieve goals and sort of transition your life to the next step and you find that you're not making forward progress, if you're losing momentum, chances are there's some sort of mindset mistake that's happening or a mindset block and having somebody else take a look at your brain, have a second set of eyes on the thoughts and the things that are holding you back can be very, very helpful, I have found. So let's think a little bit about what mindset means and what I think about um, it means. I really just sort of liken it as shining a flashlight on my thoughts and paying attention. And I think we all sort of realize that there's a bit of a constant dialogue happening in your head, in your brain all the time. When you're driving, when you're trying to fall asleep, you are talking to yourself and and that's your brain talking. Some people call it the conscience or the subconscious. Sometimes you're aware of it, sometimes you aren't. And my best suggestion would be to try your hardest to be aware and listen to your thoughts. Sometimes people try and clear their brain and they're trying to get into a quiet mind or a quiet brain when they're trying to to meditate or to do yoga. But if you are not a lifelong yogi and you um, aren't much of a meditator, it would be very, very difficult to quiet your brain. And so in the beginning, if you're just starting out, pay attention to it. Pay attention to all of the thoughts. And if you can, 
try and write them down. Try and do a brain dump or um, kind of some people call it a thought inventory and write down some of the recurring thoughts that you might have and try and dive deep and, and shine a light on them and see if they are helping you in any way or if they're hurting you. And if they're hurting you, that's great because then you have something right away that you can work on. But some of the thoughts that we have can be a little tricky. And so you might really want to kind of sit with them for a while. So (laughs) have you seen the movie Zootopia? Because I think out of all of the kind of recent Disney Pixar movies, that movie Zootopia is just a great example of paying attention to your thoughts and your mindset right in front of you. And it's just such a great illustration. So the bunny in Zootopia wants to be a police officer. And she has decided that she is going to be a police officer. And she has many, many, many people telling her, no, bunnies can't be police officers. And she is completely and totally ignoring them. And she has made up her mind. She has programmed her mindset. She has decided, I will be the very first bunny cop. And she goes for it. And she has lots and lots of setbacks, but she is determined. She has decided, nope, I'm sorry. I'm going to be a bunny cop. And she does it. She moves forward. And then I think that is such a great example, one for our kids, but then two, just an easy way to see it play out while watching this movie of what just changing your mind and and just not accepting something as being set in stone um, and finding a way around it. When I was first hunting for a literary agent. I queried, and this was back in the snail mail days, I queried, I think, about 75 or so literary agents. And I kept getting the self-addressed stamped envelope (laughs) returned back to me with a form letter that said no. And it was kind of discouraging But I had this thought in my head, and I had this thought, and it was actually my friend Jenny shared it with me. She says, you only need one. Like, like who cares? Who who cares about all of these no's? Because you only need one. And so that was the mindset. Every time I opened the mailbox, I had that thought. I only need one. There's there's eight (laughs) letters here, and they're probably all going to be rejects. But it's okay, because I only need one. I only need one. And I just continued with that mindset. It actually took a few years to find the literary agent, but I had that mindset. I only need one. I only need one. And and it eventually played out. But it keeps you going instead of giving up when you are faced amongst insurmountable odds. And it's just sort of leaning into the thought that, feels good. That that literally feels good. So the actual definition of, of being mindful and staying mindful, it's a psychological process that allows you to pay attention to experiences as they happen 
without judgment and you're just being aware. It's about fully attending to what's happening, to what you're doing and where you are. And when you're mindful, it plays a huge part in emotional stability because it represents one single factor and it allows you to not be overly reactive to the negative situations when they're happening in your life. So instead of getting the reject letters and beating myself up and thinking, God, Steph, you're such an idiot. It's so stupid. Why would you even try to do that? Of course, this isn't going to work. Who do you think you are? None of those are thoughts that are helpful. And, they're, and trust me, they're very easy, <laughs> very easy to come up with when you are faced in a situation that you don't like or in a situation where you might feel a little embarrassed or a situation where you kind of feel less than. It's very easy to come up with the thoughts that don't serve you. And so clinging to the, you're doing a great job, just keep going. When all else fails, put one foot in front of the other and just keep trudging up the mountain and, and just keep trying. And when it came to the literary agent, you only need one. And, and just clinging to that thought is what will help you achieve whatever it is your long-term goal is. A lot of the women that I work with have weight loss as their long-term goal. And it's really difficult when you have decided that you made a mistake or that you slipped up or that you said yes to some sort of food that wasn't in your eating plan or something that you didn't want. It's very easy to beat yourself up and think that you're destined to be a fat loser, idiot, gosh, you're such a pig and you'll never amount to anything. It's very easy to fall into those thought patterns and it's going to take some time and it'll take a little bit of effort to sort of reframe all of that negativity and push you forward to thoughts that can serve you. This is just one day. Who cares? One donut isn't going to make or break you. It's not that big of a deal. Choose, choose something different next time. Choose better next time. It's fine. This is a journey. It's not a big deal. Drink some water, move on, brush yourself off. You're wonderful, you're strong, you're successful, you're powerful, you make wise choices. Choose those type of thoughts, thoughts that will make you feel good and make you feel warm and cozy and as if you're cared for, and that will carry you forward in a great way. So what are some very simple ways that you can sort of try on a day-to-day -day basis to improve your mindset and become a little more mindful. So the first one is to go out in nature as much as you can and, and go for a mindful walk and pay attention and, and follow animals or squirrels on the ground or um, even a trail of ants, track birds, in the sky and, and just be mindful and be aware in, in the here and now and just simply pay attention to wherever you are and notice the things that you haven't maybe noticed before and, and look closely. And then while you're doing that, pay attention. How are you feeling? Are you in a calmer and, and better state than perhaps you were earlier? 
do a self check-in is another really great thing to do is, um, this is wonderful if you're stuck in traffic or, or on an airplane and just sit and, and just think about it and, and see if you can feel the top of your head and then see if you can feel the top of your ears and then kind of unclench your jaw. Relax your shoulders a little bit. Move your neck around slowly and feel each vertebrae. And just then very slowly move down your body, move down to your upper arms and your elbows. Maybe flex one bicep and then the other. And then just sort of do a body audit and just move slowly. And the slower you go, the calmer and more relaxed you will be. And you'll have to quiet your mind in order to listen to what you're telling yourself and what the next thing you're going to do in your body is. So it'll keep you from being upset that you're stuck on an airplane and you're feeling a little claustrophobic or that the car in front of you is stalled and so you can't move in your traffic. And so none of those thoughts are going to help you because there's not all that much you can do about it. But if you're, if you do a body audit and sort of stay still and pay attention, it will really help and move you forward. Um, a running list of what you're grateful for. So we've talked before about kind of maintaining a gratitude journal and the third state or the third step of living a slow life is to stay positive and, and pay attention and stay in this state of gratitude. But if you kind of have this running list of the things that you're grateful for, you can sort of start to recite it to yourself and just kind of think about it. Um, each and every day. When it comes right down to it, we all just want to climb into bed each night feeling calm, content, and at peace. We want to know that we were able to keep all the balls in the air and were productive without neglecting our own needs and wants. I know. I get it. That is why I recorded a free masterclass on the 10 things happy, successful people do each and every day, and I'd love for you to join us. Learn simple and practical tips to reclaim the sanity and joy in your home and family at stephanieoday.com forward slash masterclass. I've mentioned it before that I work in an elementary school right now. And we spend actually a lot of time in the classroom talking about having a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. And it, it's interesting because the kids have kind of grown up with this and each classroom has these posters all over it with have a growth mindset and, and different things and they've got different color brains. And so a, a lot of what is taught to the children can actually be quite applicable to grown-ups and to adults, and it would be helpful. And so they have a poster, and it has kind of like a sad brain, and it says, instead of thinking, I can't do it, they say, think this, and then they've got this like sparkly brain. 
I'm still learning and I will keep trying. And, and obviously when, when you're kind of struggling, if you have that sort of defeatist thought of, I can't do this. I'm not good at this. I'm, this is too hard. None of this is working. I'm going to make a mistake. Um, this is stupid. If you change those thoughts to, what can I learn to get better at this? Is this the best I can do? I wonder if there's an easier way. Who can I ask for for help? What can I learn from them? I can always find ways to improve. I bet with more practice it will get easier. Challenges make me a better and stronger person. I'm going to try something different next time. So just those thoughts just feel better and it it keeps you moving. Because if you have that thought of, this stinks, this is too hard, I'm never going to get this, your brain just sort of shuts down. But if you have the thought and ask the question, I wonder what else I could try. Your brain then immediately starts kind of chewing on that and, and trying to do something different. And especially when you are working towards a goal. If you think you like a little stumble and you think to yourself that you'll never get there or I'm, I'm doomed um, versus, huh, that was just a little hiccup. Tomorrow is a new day and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do even better or I'm going to try this instead tomorrow. You immediately sort of put yourself in this different mindset. And, and a lot of the thoughts that you have are sort of buried thoughts and, and kind of things that probably were, were programmed at a very young age. So a lot of the times when you're doing mindset work, I sort of liken it as, as the thoughts that you have the most are the ones that are right there on the surface. And so if you've got like this big kind of storage unit, like a public storage storage unit, and there's no light. And so you've just got the flashlight from your iPhone and, and you walk in and the flashlight just immediately sort of picks out the first box. That's what you see. But the, the farther and deeper in you go and, and you're sort of shining your flashlight around, you'll find thoughts and things that you may have forgotten were there. And it may be something that you kind of need to process. And the more you do it, the more you're going to find that you just no longer have these sort of negative thoughts that you don't even know are in there because you've shined a light on all of it. I said earlier that I have a mindset and a business coach. (laughs) I can start the day thinking everything is fine and, and great. And then I'll meet with her and she gives me an assignment or something that I probably should do that I don't want to do. And I'm kind of annoyed, even though she might be right. And I was trying to explain how it felt. And it reminded me of my dad and his fish tanks. So if, if you have ever cleaned a fish tank or had a fish tank, you can have a very like normal looking fish tank. But if you put your hand down there and you kind of stir around the the pea gravel out of the aquarium rocks at the bottom, all of this stuff sort of floats up that you now need (laughs) to deal with and clean the water and and clean all the gunk out. And it's kind of, it's like fish algae and, and residue from 
the fallen food. So it's a lot of that kind of gunk. And the more you clean the fish tank and the more you, you do this, the less gunk that floats to the surface. And that's what mindset work, how I, how I envision mindset work to be is, is the more I do it, the more I pay attention to, oh gosh, Steph, this is why you procrastinated on this writing project. It's because you actually think that you're not a good writer in this way and you're feeling uncomfortable and you're feeling vulnerable and you don't want to put yourself out there and you don't want to work with this new editor because you're intimidated by them because they're from New York. So because of that, you're, you're procrastinating under deadline and you're missing things and you're not asking for help. So, but by paying attention to that, by kind of stirring that gunk up, it clears it away. And each time new things come up, I'm a little better at it. And a lot of times the new things aren't really new. They're variations of something that I've already seen before. And that's what you're going to find the more you start paying attention to your thoughts. So we talked a little bit about weight loss earlier with some of the women that I work with who are, are interested in weight loss and they read the 246 Eat book and they're still finding that they have these great ideas and they want to stick to a particular eating plan but they find themselves, in their own words, sort of self-sabotaging. And so they're asking for help. They're asking me, let's kind of shine a light on my thoughts here. What am I doing wrong? What am I incorrect about in my thinking? What, what is the mistake here? And a lot of times it's fear. It's fear of missing out. It's fear of with, with kind of the idea or the the negative thought that they'll never get to eat out at a restaurant again. They'll never get to have a margarita again. <laughs> They'll never get to have fun again. And, and just sort of exploring those thoughts and, and realizing that they're not thoughts that are, are helpful. And there's definitely a way <laughs> to do all of the things and, and still meet your goals. I've got one last example that I just kind of want to, to share. And it's about luck and deciding that you're a lucky person and deciding that things always work out for you. And I do think I'm a lucky person. And I do think my family happens to be lucky. And our best example is when we travel, we don't necessarily overly plan everything. I kind of, to sort of allow spontaneity in our vacation. So I don't pay attention to um, booking restaurants or making reservations for certain things. Obviously, if we're going to a theme park or something like that, we'll make a reservation. But if we're exploring someplace for the first time, I don't necessarily do an awful lot of research. I just sort of assume that we will have a great time and that we're super lucky and it will all work out. And I just always have had that mindset that we're just very lucky people and things always work out for us. So that happens to be true. Every time we're traveling somewhere and somebody will say, oh, I heard it's going to rain that day or, oh, I heard that the, the weather isn't going to cooperate. I, one, don't pay attention to the weather. I, I don't really 
look at it and and worry in any way. If if I can see in the weather app that there might be some rain, I think, oh, interesting. It might rain. Okay, whatever. It doesn't matter. We have great luck. And I just sort of push that aside. And it just always, knock on wood, I'm going to knock on wood right now, works out for us. It's just not something I'm going to worry about or, or focus my brain power on. So that is kind of my, my last little bit of a takeaway is decide that you're a lucky person and, and keep that as your mindset. And as you go through your day and as you go through your week and your year and your month, assume you're going to always find the dream parking spot. Assume that there's not going to be major lines at the grocery store. Assume that everyone is smiling at you. Assume that they're going to open the door for you and everything will work out. And assume your Amazon package is going to arrive on time versus arriving late. Don't decide someone's going to steal it off your porch preemptively. Just, just decide that things always work out for you. And you are so insanely gosh darn lucky. And it's wonderful to be you. And I think you're great. And I think you're wonderful. And I'm super happy you're here. And I will see you next time. Do you have a slow living story to share? Leave me a voicemail at stephanieoday.com forward slash podcast with any questions, comments, feedback, or testimonials, and I will be sure to include it in an upcoming episode. Also, if you found value in this episode, please share it with your family and friends and subscribe through your favorite podcast provider. The more you share, comment, and leave positive reviews, the more people we can reach and share the slow living lifestyle and messaging. Thank you, Slow Down Society, and have an absolutely wonderful day.